Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to call this one The Blood Alone. I was uh, thinking today and I thought, man, what what is it that only the blood of Jesus Christ can do? What is the the value of the blood of Jesus Christ to planet Earth? So imagine a world, I don't want to, but imagine a world without the blood, the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we're going to talk today about the blood of Jesus and what it does for us. So let's start here in the book of Hebrews. Um, and number one, uh, actually we'll start in 1 John. 1 John chapter 1, verse 7. And it says here, 1 John 1, 7. It says, But if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other, and the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. Man, I'm so glad for that. The Bible says that the blood of Jesus doesn't cover my sin, The blood of Jesus has cleansed me from all sin. The Bible says the blood of Jesus, he was made the propitiation for our sin. So he took our sin. And and not only did he take it, he he washed the, his blood washed our sin away. But when it washed it, the blood of Jesus also cleansed us from that. So one of the awesome things about the gospel is that it isn't like that you go through life and you're born again and you have to live with the effects of what you did. Now, maybe there's like, you know, some natural effects, but the, but God can take uh, even people who've gone down certain roads in their life and, and roads of sin and he can purify their life. That's what it means is when the Bible says the blood of Jesus cleanses us from sin. It cleanses us from the effects of sin. It can, the blood of Jesus and the word of God will cleanse your thought life. It'll cleanse you. It'll bring back a purity to your life. So number one, the blood of Jesus washes away our sin and cleanses us from our sin. Number two, the blood of Jesus cleanses, cleans our conscience. Hebrews chapter nine and verse, I'm going to read 13. And it says here, uh, under the old system, the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer could cleanse people's bodies from ceremonial impurity. Just think how much more the blood of Christ will purify our consciences from sinful deeds so that we can worship the living God. For the power of the eternal spirit, Christ offered himself to God as a perfect sacrifice for us. You know, the devil tries hard to, to, to... undermine the power of the of the the blood of Jesus because he knows that if you get a grasp on the fact that anything that you are dis by the blood of Jesus you are disassociated with anything in your past that even if it was something you did a week ago that when you ask God to forgive you the blood of Jesus washes that away from your life and so the power in the blood of Jesus is enough to remove the power of the sin from your life. That's why people, Christians who, who get stuck in addiction, you understand the power of God in salvation isn't just to say that you say, I'm sorry, and God says, I don't hold it against you. It's to actually take the, dig up the roots of that sin and move it out of your life. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation, the Bible says. Salvation isn't just that he doesn't give you the, the, the punishment that you deserve for your sin. It's that he delivers you from the power of sin. Grace is God giving you the authority, the power to get out of what's binding you. So the conscience then gets cleaned where I can look back and I may have a memory of things that I did when I was young, but I can come I can come to Jesus knowing, and I can come to the Father knowing that the blood of Jesus has washed me clean, and that when God looks at me, He isn't He isn't looking at a a trail. He isn't pulling up my file and saying, "Well, let's see what we got here." Man, 2014 was really a tough year for you, wasn't it? 
And then he looks me in the eyes. And hey, 2016 wasn't much better when you when you when you met that girl. And 2018 wasn't, you know, there isn't that this file that God pulls up when he looks at us. He looks at us and he sees the blood of Jesus. And for me, this is one of the greatest benefits of salvation is knowing that as I stand before God, and I say this to people, you know, if God doesn't remember your sin, why do you? Why do you allow yourself to think about it? Why why do you define yourself by what you've done? That's the issue for a lot of people is they get their definition of who they are by, by the sins they've committed. You know, I'm an adulterer. You know, I'm a, uh, I'm a, a, a troubled teen. They, they take their identity from their sin nature. But God wants you to take your identity. We did a podcast called ID Please. And, and I'm asking you, if this has been an issue in your life, go back. It was in the last couple months. ID Please. We're talking about your identity in Christ, that God wants you to know without Him, you've got nothing. But with Him, you're wonderful, that your old things are passed away, all things have become new, and all things are of God. The benefit of having a clean conscience is that you can approach God. Man, if, any, if there's anyone on planet Earth that can approach God, it's me, because I have, I have peace with God. I enjoy peace with God. There's nothing separating me from the gospel, from, from the Lord Jesus Christ. Hebrews 10, says, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him for our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean. And our bodies have been washed with pure water. When God looks at you, he sees the blood of Jesus. Number three, the next thing it does is it gives us surety about eternity. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 and 15 says, Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. You know, when you're faced with, with the idea and the thought of death and you see people, not that we, you know, there's, there's, there's two sides. that I, I fully believe that as children of God, we're protected. That, that the, the presence of God and the power of God protects us from COVID-19, protects us from anything that comes, protects us from harm, that there's a protection, and we're going to talk about that, that's one of the benefits of the blood, there's protection for us, but at the same time, I'm not nervous of dying, I'm not nervous, I'm not nervous that when my life comes to an end, is, is it a big question mark? I live, I've chosen to live my life in such a way that I've guaranteed my eternity, I serve God, I humble myself before God, the most important thing in my life is is having my life right with God. And that doesn't come overnight for me. I mean, there was there's decisions that I've made along the way where, you know, it's like the it's like the bumper it's like the bumpers at a bowling alley where you bowl and and God corrects you. The Holy Ghost will correct you and you'll hit the one rail and he say, "Nope, come back this way." And it's yielding and it's repenting and it's answering altar calls and it's getting on your face before God and it's praying, "God, help me." And it's pressing into the things of God. It's not just I'm just, I'm going to stop sinning. It's unplugging from the sin receptacle and plugging into the 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 works of God. It's plugging into souls. It's it's you know, there's these adjustments, these daily adjustments that you make. But what it's done is it gives us the surety that if today was our last day here on this earth, bless God, only the blood of Jesus can give me that assurance. Only the blood of Jesus can put me at ease that I don't live my whole life wondering what happens when, when my time is done. There's no question mark. Oh, I go into the big mystery, you know, the great beyond. No, I know exactly what happens. I go, I'll go and I'll meet the Lord Jesus. I'll, I'll meet him in heaven. I'm going straight from here to heaven when, when my time comes to an end. There's confidence, even like Paul said, 
you know, I'd rather be out of the body so I could be present with the Lord. But I know that my time on earth is fruitful service. So because of that, I know I'm going to stay behind with you. And I feel the same way. You know, if it was up to me, I've got things to live for, live for here on this earth. But, but really, I, this is my pilgrimage. I, there's something on the inside that's a longing and a yearning to be with Christ. That, that the, the life of sorrow, the, even though it's a victorious life, this life of struggling, that there's a sweetness that comes uh, in going to meet our Savior. The next thing the, the blood does is it puts me in a bubble of protection. It marks me as God's, where the, where the devil knows I can't touch him. You know, you don't know what you've avoided, things that, that could have come to other people, you know, attacks that could have come to other people's home that just can't. You won't know. It's like you don't know what you've missed, right? You, you, we don't know the full picture of what God has done for us, but the blood of Jesus marks us as his. What else does it do? The blood of Jesus, and what, what else can only the blood do? The blood of Jesus satisfies God. You know, the Bible says that the life is in the blood, and so this, the, the price for sin was satisfied with the blood of Jesus. When God looks and he sees the blood on the mercy seat, God is satisfied. God's not angry at the world. God's angry at sinners because he wants them to repent, but God's not angry at the world. God loves the world. God wants people to, this is a time of grace. We're not in a time of judgment right now. That time is coming. Right now we're in a time of grace where there's enough mercy for all the sins of the whole world to be forgiven. And people just need to hear and respond and come to the Lord. This is a time of grace. God loves people. And the blood of Jesus has been poured out simply because God loves people. And he gave his son to prove his love so that no one could ever look at God and say, God, you were bad. You treated me wrong. When people's eyes are open at the, at, at, at the judgment day and they see, man, God was good to me my whole life and I blamed him. Every time someone died young, I blamed God. Every trouble, every tr- trouble in my life, I blamed God. That God looks and God sees and God loves people. And God is reaching and extending his arm in love for people. God's saying, I love you. I want you as my child. And I'm, sh- and I'm sending this blood that I've sent, that I've paid for. It satisfies sin. It satisfies the penalty for sin. And then what else does the blood do? The blood guarantees our victory. Romans 12, 11 says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. You know, losing is not a part of the the child of God's life. We're called to win and keep on winning. We're called that as long, like like God said to Joshua, hey, as long as you, you follow and obey and you're careful to obey everything, that no one or nothing will be able to stand before you all the days of our life. Yes, attacks come, but we know what's on the other side. We know it's victory. Why? Because we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. When the devil tries to remind you of, of defeat, uh, uh, or the devil tries to remind you of who you were, you remind him of the blood of Jesus. When the devil tries to tell you that you're going to lose, you remind him of the blood of Jesus. I remember for myself when I was a teenager hearing about demons and I would get nervous, like maybe I could go to sleep and a demon could come and possess me, right? But then it was really the, the scriptures and the blood that helped me through that, that the blood keeps me from all harm. The blood protects me. The blood marks me as, as God's. That I, n- nothing can come and just come and get in while I'm sleeping, right? And, and that's not how it works. The, but the blood of Jesus surrounds me. It marks me as God's. I belong to God. You know, across history, we have records of people who've, who've there's been bloodshed 
for for something that mattered to people. I think about William Wallace from that movie Braveheart in uh, in Scotland's fight for freedom from from England. And you think of blood, people who've who've uh, shed blood for to protect their family. People who've shed bl- blood to end tyranny. People who've shed blood for justice. People who've shed blood to make a stand for injustice against injustice. You think about some of the protests that have happened over the years. You think about the different wars. You have people who uh, have shed their blood. The blood has been shed to gain peace or to protect or gain territory. There's people who uh, have shed blood to protect a way of life. You think about the wars that have been fought over the years and the people who've gone out to battle and people who've died and, and people who've died because there was something that they believed in. And all those things, there's, there's freedoms we have now as Americans. Man, I'm, I'm so happy to be an American. There's freedoms we have now as Americans because there were people who shed their blood. But in the same way, and in a far greater way, Jesus Christ came because the only, it's, it's, it's something that only the spotless blood of Jesus could do, is pay the penalty for my sin. It's something only the spotless blood of Jesus could do is cleanse me from a, from a, a, a conscience, a de, uh, from dead works, my conscience from dead works. The thing that only the blood could do, it could put a hedge of protection around about me. It could mark me as God's. The, the thing that only the blood of Jesus could do is guarantee me victory. It's put me on the winning side. The blood of Jesus came and he died for what he believed in and what what he believed in and what the father sent him to do he said for the joy that was set before him he endured the cross he poured out his blood and left it on the earth so that men could find mercy in the sight of god it's something only the blood of jesus could do and i'm grateful for that blood let's just take this last 30 seconds and just begin to thank god father thank you for for sending jesus lord thank you that you didn't send Uh, some lowly person. Lord, you sent your own son. Lord, you sent your son because you loved me. Thank you, Lord, for sending Jesus. Jesus, thank you for coming. Thank you for being obedient. Thank you for dying on a cross. Thank you for pouring out your blood. Thank you that you left that blood on this earth so I could have your mercy. Thank you for what only your blood can do. Lord, we honor you. We glorify you. Use us for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you on the next podcast. If this, is, this podcast has helped you, please share it on Instagram, wherever you go for social media. God bless you.